Welcome to the Brown County Hour. Coming to you from the legendary hills of Brown, where the plum purple haze, the one nature herself drapes over the hills and hollers, inspires local characters, artists, and nature lovers. It's as though the hills themselves conspire to create a beauty and culture in the heart of Indiana. Sit for a spell and hear the music. Tall tales. True stories. And current goings on. Brought to you by folks who still know how to sit by a fire in winter. And swim buck naked in summer. Welcome to episode 97 of the Brown County Hour. This is Dave Seastrom, along with the rest of the crew. Well, friends, just like everything else in our lives right now, this month's show will be noticeably different. Fortunately, we already had most of the show in the can when the virus struck and all of us were required to shelter at home. Our musical guests this month are Jamie Hood and John Boyer, also known as The Hammer and the Hatchet. They were in our studio to promote their new release on vinyl, Road May Flood, and we'll listen to our interview with them and several cuts from their new album. Except for the Jeff Tryon piece, the rest of the show was recorded remotely from our respective homes, and you can hear that in the sound quality. Our crew members will share their thoughts and perspectives on how life has changed and why, now more than ever, we need to support the radio station we love, WFHB. This was supposed to be our fundraiser show, and like that, the fund drive is on hold right now. What's not on hold is our ongoing need for financial support. Just because the world has hit the pause button, WFHB still has bills to pay. And in order to meet those obligations, we ask you for your support. These are tough times for all of us. And we understand that many of you are going through financial hardship because of our situation. But for those of you who can, please go to our website, wfhb.org, and hit the support button. In these unusual times, we'll all get through this by pulling together. Thank you for any support you can offer. Thanks, Dave. Hey, Chuck, are you there? How are you? Jim Lemon, is that you? Yeah. Who else would be on this Rube Goldberg sound machine we whipped up for our last quarantine radio broadcast? Hey, good point, Jim. I thought it really turned out great given all the gum and bailing wire it took to get that thing together. And like any good technicians, we've kept at it and streamlined our process even more. I won't go into the details, but let's face it, we're the only two here that love the minutia like that. Since it would appear we're all going to be on this extended spring break for a while longer, we want to provide the same level of quality broadcasting our audience has become accustomed to. We have interviews recorded and more music to share and reshare. Yeah, it's just our way of saying we're committed to bringing you the Brown County Hour at its regularly scheduled dates and times. That's not to say we're acting like nothing's happening. It's clearly vastly different out there right now. But what hasn't changed is our ongoing need for the funding of WFHB. Maybe now more than ever, it's important to continue to bring our audience the best of news, arts, entertainment, goings on, all of it. And this isn't just the Brown County Hour, it's for everything WFHB related. Think about it, what are your can't-miss programs? The ones that send you to the website to hear them again after the fact? 
Getting a show produced and broadcast is one level of expenditure. Now we add in the ability to go to your computer and look it up after the fact and play it, read it, and consume it. And that's a whole other level of commitment on our part for you. Now more than ever, we're committed to you, the audience, and here, our community. We need your help. If you enjoy and appreciate what we're doing now, imagine what we can do in the future. We're asking for you to join us, support us, and keep listening to us. And we'll keep listening to you. Be a part of all things WFHB, now more than ever. First up in this segment is our interview with The Hammer and the Hatchet, talking about their brand new album, Road May Flood, which will soon be available on vinyl. Next, we play their new song, Tin Foil Rings, followed by our very own Vera Grubbs with a poem, and Rick Fettig has a few thoughts to share. So it is our pleasure to have John Boyer and Jamie Hood, or better known as The Hammer and the Hatchet, in this evening to talk about their new album on vinyl called Road May Flood. Yeah. Hello. So let's, let's talk about this exciting new project you're working on. Well, it's uh, it's about upon us. <laughs> it's about done. We're about ready to really have it out there. Uh, we ended up with 13 original songs for this project. Uh, we started almost two years ago with our first recording session, and things have happened uh, that's kind of slowed us down here and there. Uh, but we just kind of kept pushing through and figuring it out. And after four sessions and a couple location changes and... Yep. Uh, we we finally finished and narrowed down and, and have it done, got it all mastered uh, by uh, Kurt Hall in okay. Lewis, Indiana. And um, so, yeah, here it's done. We had some advanced copies available at the New Year's Eve show, and then that was all we were making. So we, we made those by yeah, hand. We made 50 CDs, and those are gone and numbered, you know, so hang on to those if you have them. And, <laughs> Now we're just waiting on the vinyl to come come in. We're going to try to get vinyl coming. So why vinyl? Well, um, you know what? This past year, vinyl actually outsold CDs for the first time in ever. Um, I heard some about and, that. And, you know, there's still – the vinyl industry is still strong. Uh, people still love to buy vinyl records and and have, you know – uh, you know, take it out of the sleeve and put it on the player and sit down and and absorb the music while holding your the jacket and studying the liner notes and stuff. You know, there's people out there that still like to do those things. Like I'm one of them. You okay. know, and it's also you know you can also look at you know the CDs are kind of going away. You know, a lot of the cars don't even have CD players and stuff anymore, which, I think which is, is kind of good. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of plastics <laughs> involved with CDs and. And if a CD's in your car, it's being destroyed the whole time you're driving around in your car because it's vibrating the whole time. So um, just sitting in the sleeves, you know. So I don't know. Well, I mean, um, I'm looking forward to the new automobiles that will accept vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm all about that. Yeah. It said it'd be a little bigger slot on your dash, yeah. but, you know. Yeah. So we're um, just going to take it back to LaserDiscs. We're starting all over. <laughs> the only thought I had in regards to the musicians in uh, this equation is well, vinyl's heavy. Yeah. I mean, well, John carries the heavy stuff, Dave. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm not really So you're cool with that, Jamie. That's all right. That. I'm going it's to the post office to pick them all well, up. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we want to keep them as strong and for as long as you can. That's right. So. That's right. We do uh, heat with wood. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> right. So are you planning a big vinyl release party? 
Well, I don't wait on the exact date when it's going to be. Yes. Done, but yes. Yes. The answer is yes. We will have a vinyl release party. And then the next question is, when is that going to be? And it's going to be in May. May. <laughs> and we can we can nail that date down by going to your website or yeah, your yeah. Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, we've been uh, really in this kind of blitz uh, mode, finishing up so many things that make us more professional right now. Yeah. Um, uh, a website, um, you know, copywriting our songs. Dang. You know, um, we, we, we have a, we, we actually are an LLC now and we have a bank account. Oh. I wear a suit and tie around the house now. It's yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's finally the whole it's coming yeah. together. No, um, anyway, we've just been working on so many things. I look up and I'm like, oh, yes, that is another thing that I need to get sorted. Um, this ha- is, has come a long way from sitting on the couch and writing songs. Um, which is what but it we all still starts there. It's love sure. to do. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing because that's the that's the fun part. So while you're being frustrated and trying to find these words for songs, and you'll look back upon that one day and realize that that was really the fun time because making an album, the music is just part of the work. Right, uh, just part of it. There's been a lot of loops. Jamie, bless her heart, she's been slaving away behind a computer trying to get all these questions answered and researching different vinyl companies and. And all that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot to do. So just out of curiosity, do you mail a CD to the vinyl company who then presses the vinyl? <laughs> email sound to them now. Oh, yeah, email. Right. There is no physical object. It's all in cyber yeah. world. Yeah. Really very Where theoretical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until, yeah, yeah the, uh, the boxes show up on your doorstep. Uh, so May is going to be the event. And what is your... Do you actually have your website up and running to yes. tell us what it is? Yes. Yeah. I'm ready. So it's thehammerandthehatchet.com. I can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Is that pretty easy? Yeah. Just, just the hammer and the hatchet. People right. ask me, you know, ampersand or can I drop the, the? No, it's all of those little letters. The right. hammer and the hatchet. Is Thanks. the same thing true on your Facebook page? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, we can go to either one or both to be constantly informed. Do you post your gigs? Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. And we also accept booking inquiries through both of those. Feel free to message us, email us, call us. There's, you know, any number of, way, number of ways to get a hold of us. We're real people. Yeah. Answer the phone and email. Digitally. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Makes you wonder if the Beatles did that. I don't, I don't know if anybody uses the mail anymore, but you could mail us something. <laughs> I do. I mail people stuff. Yeah. I mail people CDs yeah. and T-shirts sometimes. There you go. Yeah. I use the local post office. Super convenient here well, in bless Nashville. Your heart. You know, I don't know how else I'd do it. Well... <laughs> Right. I mean, there is still that physical world that we have to connect to, even if we spend so much time in the cyber nonsense of things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know a lot of a lot of nonsense there that we just were talking about. It's all kind of this theoretical stuff that leads you up to getting to just finish up what those sound sound like, so we can move on to the next group of songs, because that's really what we love doing. Mm-hmm. John and I have been writing songs together now for almost six years, and. Uh, we're getting a little better at it, I feel like, with this project. It's pretty obvious. 
Well, congratulations. Thank you so much for coming in and mm-hmm. talking to us. I'd like to say real quick, I'd yes, like sir. to say thanks to the, um, Tom Preston for the for the photo for the, we used for the album. Chuck Wills has helped put together their last bits of artwork and the vinyl really doing a lot of a lot of work in, in the end there, wrapping that up. And our good friend Dan Bent for coming down and engineering this record for us. And so who else is on this album? Oh, you know, it's Jamie and I and some guy named Rev Payton on a, on a track. Yeah, so we got Reverend Payton in on one. Um, but the rest of the album is just Jamie and I. But there's one some... of John's original songs called Soil and Stone, and it's it's about being a farmer in the Midwest. And uh, so it was really a neat addition to have Rev come in and add some slide guitar on that track. It and was a little uh, rocking if you're used to some of our earlier kind of folksier Americana bluegrassy stuff. Be ready to stomp your boots a little bit because this record's got some... Some movers on it. Well, I am really looking forward to stomping my boots. Yeah. And again, congratulations and thank you so much for coming in and sharing this conversation with us. And we're all looking forward to hearing your music. Well, thank you for having us back. We sure love being here and love supporting y'all here. Watch the moon rise above the hills Across the valley far away Above the sycamores Below the stars above us Holding on by tenfold rings Tenfold rings are tenfold rings Keeping the fire burning in a steady rain Holding on by tenfold rings Never had many worldly treasures Never had much money to spare, but we've sure had our share of trouble. And this world it keeps us spinning, holding on by tenfold rings. Tenfold rings are tenfold rings. They remind us of the little things. Like keeping the fire burning in steady rain Holding on by tenfold It feels like we're miles apart, babe Sometimes it feels like we're 
joined at the heart We've sifted through a lot of junk But we've had a little bit of luck We found a few dreams and a pair of tin rings Keeping the fire burning in a steady rain Holding on by gentle This is Vera Grubbs with the Brown County Hour and WFHB. As I sit on our porch contemplating the onset of spring, I'm filled with wonder and delight. Starting the cycle of rebirth and abundance is so very inspiring. Now I'd like to share a poem with you. It is titled Tree, written in January of 2018. You stand there, undoubting, unflinching. The seasons are the rhythm of your life. Green is the majestic color at the height of your growth. Red, gold, orange, and yellow shimmer through the autumn of your life cycle. Low but your steadfastness in winter brings us to our knees. As sentinel, as mystical prayer barren, harking up to the skies. Blasted by the wind, stoic while standing in the deep freeze. You, the tree, are my hero. My lifeline to pass through the winter months, my salvation during the hot, steamy summer. I worship you. Thank you very much. Hello, this is Rick Fettig with the Brown County Hour. A comparison came to me for the last fun drive. I thought it made sense, so I'm going to throw it out there one more time again. You know, like when you go out to eat, well, what if the weather is frightful and the music's too loud? You still tip the waitstaff. After all, they're the ones that served you. They provided a service. Your hairdresser, you might throw in a few extra bucks to show them you appreciate them. And when I was a young paper boy, many people gave me a tip at Christmas time. This bought me a brand new green Schwinn 10-speed bike one year. Well, the weather outside is frightful, socially speaking, but the music on WFHB continues to be delightful. This station, WFHB, has always and is continuing to provide a great service to you and our community. Music, news, cultural issue, the station covers it all on a personal level. It's for you and to you, and it's by you by way of the volunteers. Think of this like tipping your server. Why these fun drives have to be at two certain times of the year is something I don't know enough about to explain, but that's the way it works. Everyone that I know who is associated with this station loves the listeners and loves doing what they do to provide this service to you. Again, there are unusual times right now, but if there's any way possible, dig in and chip in to help show your support for this tremendous service that WFHB provides you with. If you're listening right now, that shows that you love us and we love you, and we wouldn't be here serving you if we didn't. If you've got some, give some. Thanks a lot, folks. Keep tuned in. Bye-bye. 
And up next is Jeff Tryon with his piece on the importance of having a local radio show. And after that, we'll have another hammer in the hatchet tune, Soil and Stone, featuring Brown County's own Reb Payton. In praise of community radio, I would like to pause a moment and give a thought to what we are doing right here, having a community radio show. It may seem normal and unextraordinary, and clearly most people couldn't care less, but it is an amazing gift and a privilege to have this, the Brown County Hour, and to have WFHB, volunteer-powered community radio. It is an amazing and wonderful thing a rare and valuable bird in our social ecosystem. I listen to it all the time. Most places don't have this kind of option. Our airwaves are mostly controlled by corporations and corporate messages and restrictions and rules. It's good to hear something else, something different every now and then. And it could just be a Bloomington thing. But many folks with vision and foresight did a lot of work to make this little add-on, this little branch out of a monthly show for and about Brown County. And a lot of folks here in Brown County worked really hard and persevered in doing good to help bring this about. And they are still laboring in the background, creating a new show each month for your enlightenment and entertainment. They are volunteers. They do it out of the goodness of their heart and because they think it is a good and worthwhile thing that needs doing for the betterment of the community we all live in. Of course, my principal interest in the whole thing is what I get out of it, which is this right here. From time to time, I come by the little Brown County Radio Hour shop in the Historical Society building, and they allow me, help me, to do these little radio commentaries. They never say, you have to say this, or you can't say that. They don't try to edit my writing or make me conform to some weird format. They just sit me down at a microphone and say, go for it. And it's not just me. Jim Eagleman, Chris Curtin, Gunther Flum, all kinds of people have a chance to come in here, have their say, read a poem or sing a song, discuss some important local issue. Seems like they're pretty much up for anything Brown County related as long as it's decent and tasteful and not too long. Nobody likes a space hog, hogging up all the airtime. By the way, this doesn't happen everywhere. Everybody doesn't have the same kind of opportunities that we have to get their place on public radio. Heck, most places don't have anything like locally operated community radio. We are richly blessed. Do you have something to say about Brown County? I never knew a Brown County who didn't. Maybe you should get involved. Put in your two cents worth. Get it off your chest. And even if you aren't going to participate, you should be listening to the Brown County Hour. There's all kind of cool information and entertainment. And also my thing, which is, well, it's me, all right. Like anyone, I have my opinions about things. And you should be listening to WFHB because it's a great radio station without a lot of commercial blabber, 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 and you might accidentally learn something about the place and the times you live in. You should at least listen once a month when the Brown County Hour comes on, Sunday morning and Wednesday evening. You can at least listen to whatever it was I had to say that month. This, of course, is the most important part. And if you can't seem to tune in, maybe you're not a radio person, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Every episode ever produced is archived on their website at browncountyhour.com. And so, and I know this is the only thing you really care about, yes, yes, you can listen to the Brown County Hour on your phone. That's right, your precious little cell phone, the main thing you really care about in life, the thing your eyeballs must never be more than three feet or 30 seconds away from, your cell phone. 
And even if you aren't going to participate, and even if you don't often listen, you should support this community radio station with a contribution of money and some volunteer hours. Even if it's not for you, it's important and helpful for the community at large, and that's a community we all have to live in. I believe these folks are working to make it a better community for all of us. Three cheers for WFHB and the Brown County Hour. Long may they wave. Please give generously to support this worthy cause.
Now we pause for station identification. You are listening to the Brown County Hour on volunteer-powered community radio, WFHB, at 100.7 in Brown County, 91.3 and 98.1 in Bloomington, 106.3 at Ellettsville, and online at wfhb.org. Support for the Brown County Hour comes from listeners like you and the support of the Brown County Inn, a family-friendly getaway destination located in Nashville, Indiana, offering locally sourced food, drinks, and live entertainment with banquet space, indoor-outdoor pool, miniature golf, and more. Information and booking available at browncountyinn.com. In this next segment, we bring you a new episode of This Old Guitar, featuring Jason Blankenship, Jennifer Blankenship, and our own Jim Lemon talking about a guitar called the Toaster. Coming right up now, we have a pitch from our own Pam Rader talking about how life has changed here in Brown County. And after that, the Hammer and the Hatchet will play their song, Back Me Up, Emmy Lou. So the sound that you've just been listening to is a 1965 Tesco Del Rey, played by our very own Jason Blankenship, one of our uh, one of our blues stalwarts here in Brown County, and it was a gift. Well, I'll, let me let me start here. I lived in Chicago on the north side in a bungalow in a place called Gompers Park, a neighborhood called Gompers Park. And it's an alley neighborhood, and and so garage sales were always behind the houses. And on Saturdays in the summertime, I would go out and wander around looking for antiques, whatever caught my eye. And I'd had a couple of guitars. Of course, I'd always had the dreams of being a guitar player. And I, whenever I would see a guitar, I'd, I'd go look at it. And so I was in somebody's alley garage about three blocks from my house, and I was like, can I look at that? And uh, the man who was sort of running the thing, a big heavy set, turned out to be Greek guy, was like, sure, you can look at that. And so I popped it open, and it was clearly a, like a Japanese guitar. It, it, you know, sort of a, some of the finish was a little crazed, you know. It was, it was an older guitar. And I said, how much you want for this? And he goes, uh, let me ask my wife. And she goes, I don't know, 25 bucks. And I knew I wanted it. I knew I was going to take it home with me, so I said, "I'll give you ten. He goes, "He says he'll give us ten. She's like, twenty bucks." And I said, "I'll give you fifteen, and I want that toaster over there." He goes, "He's going to give us fifteen, but he wants the toaster." And the lady goes, "That toaster's broken." He looks at me, "The toaster's broken. I'll fix it." Because back then, old toasters are really easy to fix. It's just, you know, one of the heat elements is let go, and so now the whole thing's an open circuit. He yells at her. He says he can fix it. Okay, we'll take the 15. I packed him up, went home, put it in my basement, 
that's 25, 30 years ago, man. And uh, moved it to my next house in Glenview, Illinois, and really never, ever took. The whole point was that eventually I was going to hang it on a wall somewhere. And there have been stories of guys going into Guitar Center, and there's a Tesco actually screwed to the wall as a, as a decoration. And then a guitar player comes in and talks them out of that. I take it down, I'll fix it, I'll trade you something, whatever. I want that crazy-looking guitar. So then I moved it to Bloomington, moved it to another place in Bloomington, moved it to Brown County, fell in with these reprobates here. And, and Jason, what did you? who did you say played it? Uh, Hound Dog Taylor played a Tesco Del Rey. Yeah, um, which is what the guitar is. Yeah, yeah. And interesting story, the way the guitar came out. We were over at, a, at Jim and Marsh's house. We had gone over to play, I think, some euchre and just have kind of a euchre Usually. party. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was JC and I and Dave Sharp and his wife Dottie, and we had some guitars, so we got guitars out. And Jim got all excited. He goes, i got to show you guys this guitar. And we're like, all right, yeah, let's pull it out. And he pulled that thing out, and we were like, Oh, my God. <laughs> so Dave Sharp, who was a, a well-known guitar player in Bloomington, I played a lot of music with him. We were just like, oh, that thing is so cool, you know. So we, I think we had a little amp there. We had plugged it in. And we were just kind of, you know, banging on it, and it played pretty good. It hadn't been set up for, you know. I had for, a friend set it up back in Chicago, oh, you, yeah, like so, in the 80s. Right. So and yeah, the it, strings were no newer than that either. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it had yeah, some old rust bucket strings on it, which is kind of cool, too. You know, when you're playing, you get a whole different sound like that. But uh, So that was my first introduction to the guitar that we now call the Toaster. So that's the, the, the nickname for the guitar. And, uh, yeah, so, it you know, it would come up in conversation every once in a while. And I think at some point, you know, we were playing around a lot. And Jim's like, you got to take this guitar and play it. So I'm like, you know, all right. <laughs> and <laughs> you were a for slide you, player, right? No. You know, the guitar kind of forced the issue. Yeah. It was like, I got you know, I got to learn to play some slide because it's, you know, it's the perfect guitar for that, yeah. you know. So it, it's an open tuning, right? Yeah, I tune it in, in open uh, G when I play with Jen, a couple of songs with Jen. It's, uh, I was looking up information on this guitar now, and I re started researching it. It's a Tesco Del Rey. Now, from 1965 to 1969, every guitar that Tesco made was a Del Rey. Right. So all the different varieties, you know, three pickups, five knobs. I mean, they make crazy guitars. <laughs> that was just the brand name, Tesco Del Rey. Um, it's an ES-112, which basically means it has one pickup in it. And it's the only one. I've looked all over the internet. The coolest thing about this guitar is, for some reason, I don't know what it is other than Mojo or Vibe, it's got this circular bronze plate right behind the pickup that I've never seen anywhere else on a guitar. I think, you know, whoever's building the guitar just said, you know, this, will be this cool. one's boring. What can we do with it? Yeah. Hey, I got this, you know. I don't know. It probably came off an old... Like a car next, motor extra or horn on your yeah. handlebars. <laughs> uh, but the greatest thing about the, I mean, really the thing the thing that people like about those guitars, I mean, you know, is um, is the pickups. Yeah, it's kind of like a, they have foil, gold foil pickups in them that are like a single coil pickup, and they're just really kind of nasty. You get a nasty, and it is old nasty crunchy town yeah. and sound out of those pickups, and that's I know a lot of guitar players really love that. It's really easy to get that. So. Get that, I saw you vibe. play that live for, I don't know, seven or eight months, maybe longer. Something went wrong. You had it repaired. I thought to myself, he's taking care of this thing, and he's get, he's using it, and it sounds great. Mm -hmm. And all I'm going to do is stick it back in its case, and if we lose track of each other, it'll be in that case until I die. So we were up at the Brown County Inn, and I just looked at him, and I said, it's yours. 
What? Mm-hmm. It's yours, man. Take it. Yeah, that was a really, really cool gift from a friend. So, yeah. And I cherish it. It goes with me everywhere now, to every gig. Yep. yep. All my Open G slide songs are on the uh, on the toaster. So. <laughs> and yeah. you threw up the live um, shot from Memphis. And I'm yep. like, the toaster's, toaster's in, in Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> the toaster's on Bill yeah. Street. It was great. Yep. yep. Cool. So that's a, that's a second life for that guitar that it never expected. That's Jason Blankenship's This Old Guitar Story. Yeah. And Jim Lemon's This Old Guitar Story. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my life had been on fast track. I was having trouble keeping up with all the demands and deadlines. And then suddenly, it all shut down. The world on pause. My life in suspended animation. As the shutdown kicked into high gear, the frustrations at not being able to get the goods I wanted were overshadowed by the pleasures of a staycation. I began to notice a sense of relief. No need to prepare for that meeting or hurry to town several times a day for this or that. I was home every evening eating good food. For years, I thought I should slow down and stay home more. But how was I going to accomplish this? The response to this virus has done what I never could do for myself. Now, with the Y shut down, the candidates' forums canceled, the library closing meetings, no lengthy lunches at restaurants, and events at my house postponed, there was no rushing around. The initial shock and frustration gave way to inner peace. When I goofed off, no nagging voice reminded me of computer work. A project could take all the time needed to complete, and I could start those jobs I never had time to do. First, I tackled those duties which I usually put off and then madly scrambled to complete. My own and my elderly friend's taxes were done weeks ahead. I tore into a pile of mending that had been sitting in a bag for over a year. Voila! new clothes. With plenty of canned and frozen foods, I cooked from scratch, remembering favorite recipes, trying new ones. I had more leisure time with my partner, who had complained that I was never home. We played ping pong, dominoes, and card games, watched taped shows stored on the TV. New rhythms emerged. I went for walks, had lengthy conversations with old friends, read stacked-up magazines, and got more restful sleep. And best of all, spring will soon bring lots of gardening time. I almost feel guilty enjoying the break in routine, but then they tell us depression, fear, negativity is bad for our immune systems. So now my tendency to see through rose-colored glasses serves a vital purpose. I also believe many blessings will accrue from this pause and reset. Global CO2 emissions will drop, something all the climate summits have been unable to make happen. We will become more accustomed to new ways of connecting, like conference calls and group texting. We are sharing something together worldwide which will change our habits and values, shifting our perspective away from dog-eat-dog. Now we see our connectivity and perhaps we will get universal health care and paid sick leave in this country. 
maybe we will begin to think about the ways corporations put profits before people's lives, and this could reignite a sense of community. Most of all, I've had time to reflect on my blessings and the communities I belong to, which are still there for me, not the least of which is WFHB Radio, which kept me company through the hours of tax prep, thankful, too, for their music I danced to for exercise. The station kept me connected to what was happening in the world outside my local community with the virus in my state and around the world. Interviews and talk shows put things into perspective. Yes, I'm sheltering in place, but not alone as my community becomes more virtual. These things sustain us and are worth supporting. This is Pam Rader for the Brown County Hour on WFHB. Busted up, got nothing else, can't give enough. I pull my records down off the shelf and spin them round. I turn them up to get drunk with the sound. I pour a shot for towns. Sings those songs like you 
Next, our Chuck Wills has some thoughts on solitude. And after that, David Seastrom revisits us with another conversation about how our lives have changed. And finishing out the show is the Hammer and the Hatchet with their song, Pine Mountain. This is Chuck Wills with the Brown County Hour. The last few weeks have made me think a lot about Brown County and reflect on the nearly 14 years since we moved here. I'm not necessarily an introvert, but living in the woods has given me time to enjoy some solitude. In 2006, I had what I would call a Jeremiah Johnson moment. You may not remember that story. Robert Redford played his character back in the 1972 movie by the same name. Jeremiah was a mountain man who had gone to live a solitary life on the mountain. His story was one of cold, snow, isolation, and a level of brutality both wrought by and against him. Fortunately, the worst I've seen that parallels Jeremiah is some snow and cold and hanging out by myself now and again. My notion was to be somewhat self-sufficient, grow a big garden, and fade into the hillside a bit. I did well at that for a while, but then some unexpected things began to happen. I met some musicians and started to play a little music. Maybe that was the beginning of the end of my solitary life? The Brown County community began to reveal itself to me. A real cast of characters, artists, musicians, shopkeepers, gardeners, environmentalists, beekeepers, storytellers, a genuine group that made me realize this was home. That's how I ended up on the Brown County Hour. I met this group of folks, and next thing I knew, I was home, telling the stories about the community that we all love so much. And with that, my Jeremiah Johnson dreams were gone, or at least forgotten for a spell, erased by community. This last month has been a little different for all of us. There is no way around that. It's been different for our radio crew because our usual Tuesday production meeting and recording session has stopped. We're all working remotely from home, talking together on the phone and internet when needed. As Pam reminded me, necessity is the mother of invention, as we've come up with three new ways to record phone interviews just in the last week. But this experience has given me a different perspective on solitude and community. While it's true that isolation can be hard on a person, it has also shown that we find ways to pull together. While at times in recent weeks I have felt alone, I am truly not alone. The radio crew is proof of that. WFHB's staff has innovated to keep the programs rolling. The station has rolled with the punches to continue being here with local news, accurate information, and entertainment to ease the pressure a bit. The Brown County Hour crew is in for the long haul. We're going to keep making radio and podcasts about the community that we love. Musicians, artists, authors, local characters, everybody. We hope that you can get behind that with an online donation. We need you now as much as ever. In closing, I'm reminded of a scene at the end of Jeremiah Johnson, with him and his friend Bearclaw standing in the snow on a mountainside. Bearclaw says, You've come far, Pilgrim. Well, it feels like far. Was it worth the trouble? Oh, what trouble. Hey, would you happen to know what month of the year it is? Bearclaw says, no, I truly wouldn't. Sorry, Pilgrim. March, or maybe April? Well, March, maybe. I don't believe April. Winter's a long time going, eh? March is a green, muddy month down below. Some folks like it. Farmers, mostly. I hope you fare well, Pilgrim. And with that, Bearclaw rode off into the distance. So as we go from the muddy march that farmers like mostly into April, 
I hope that you will fare well also. You are not on the mountain alone. Your community will find a way, as we are already, to rally around the things that we love. The Brown County Hour will be here for you. Hello, friends. Like you, the members of the Brown County Hour crew are hunkered down and sheltering in place. As I write this, we Hoosiers are under orders from Governor Holcomb to stay home for the next two weeks. I hope most of us will follow that order and only go out when we have to. This is a much different essay than the one I intended to write for this show. The original plan was to have episode 97 coincide with WFHB's fun drive. Members of the crew were looking forward to coming into the station to pitch live for your support. And now, like so much of everything else in our lives, that's not going to happen. What will happen is episode 97. It's going to be a little different than the show we planned, but we'll continue to share a slice of life from Hill Country that includes music, interviews, and essays from our favorite writers and performers. When unexpected events overwhelm the usual order of things, all bets are off. And it's time for a little reflection about what matters and what doesn't. Perhaps this is the unforeseen benefit of having this time off. As I think about priorities, family and friends come to the forefront. If we behave and stay home, we are doing our best to protect ourselves and our loved ones. As we spend this time in sequestration, another obvious priority rises to the top. And that's the need for honest, reliable information. WFHB continues to be a source of quality information, not only now during the pandemic, but always. Our award-winning news team have set a high standard for citizen journalism, and now, more than ever, we need this to continue. I don't know about you, but I can only take so much news at a time, and I highly prize the concise and succinct newscasting from WFHB that keeps me informed without sensationalism. Honest news fairly delivered is a true gift in these times. Once I'm informed, I need to be entertained, and frankly, no one does this better than WFHB. Our volunteer-powered radio station provides a high-quality soundtrack for our lives. Our informative and knowledgeable DJs select their own material for each show, and ultimately, we, the listeners, are the beneficiaries of their efforts. As listeners, we've come to know these folks and look forward to spending time with them as we go about our lives enjoying the music they share. All of our volunteers are anxious to get back to work at the station. This is not possible right now, and we're most fortunate that the station's general manager, Jar Turner, is at the helm. As the old show business axiom states, the show must go on, and Jar is making sure that's happening. WFHB is powered by volunteers, and the reason we spend our time producing the shows you enjoy is because we care about the work we're doing. Everyone, from the desk jockeys answering the phone to the news reporters, pitch in and put forth our best efforts to produce quality broadcasting. We do this because we see ourselves as a team, collectively creating something that's greater than the sum of its parts. Our well-made plans, like everyone else, have been pushed to the wayside, and our spring fun drive has, for now, been set aside for the greater good. However, we still have bills to pay and a payroll to make, and these obligations continue during the quarantine. In the absence of a formal fund drive, we are conducting an ad hoc fund drive. In other words, because our need for financial support continues, we are asking you to step up and share your love of community radio by donating some of your hard-earned money to help keep the station afloat in our time of need. 
We appreciate that these are tough times for you as well, and any amount you can afford to donate will help us. If you are able, becoming a sustaining member gives us much needed income during the times between the fund drives and helps us to meet our ongoing obligations. However, or whatever you choose to give, there are no desk jockeys in the station to answer your call right now. Instead, we're asking you to go to our website, www.wfhb.org, and hit the donate button to make a pledge. Friends, this is the way it works. You need us, and we need you. And together, we can make sure a vital community resource is alive and well. From the crew of the Brown County Hour and all of the producers of the great shows you enjoy, we would like to thank you for your support. Stay well, and don't forget to wash your hands. This is Dave Seastrom. See you next time.
Thanks for tuning in to episode 97 of the Brown County Hour. Recorded in our studio at the History Center here in downtown Nashville and brought to you the first Sunday of every month at 9 a.m. and the following Wednesday at 6 p.m. and anytime online. Be sure to look for us on iTunes and Stitcher. The Brown County Hour is brought to you by a diverse group of folks who believe, now more than ever, the world is for everyone. This show was produced by Chuck Wills, Pam Rader, Rick Fettig, Vera Grubbs, Jim Lemon, and Dave Seastrom. We would also like to thank Slats Klug for our theme music. You have been listening to the Brown County Hour, coming to you from deep in the woods of Brown County, Indiana. Celebrating the arts, culture, and nature that make this such a unique community. Visit us online at browncountyhour.com. The Brown County Hour is a production of WFHB. Volunteer-powered, listener-supported community radio for South Central Indiana. Take me back, back to my home, Brown County home.